0: Greetings Believer! Do you know that today can change so many things, whether it be your future or the way people will perceive your past? It's interesting to see that we talk about the future and we talk about the past, but very few talk about now, this present moment. Let us see the importance of today. God. Now we're talking about maximizing today, right? The title is Maximizing Today. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Meaning that all that you're going through has times and seasons. That means beginnings and ends. You were in primary school and there's a time you finished and you got to secondary school or high school and there's a time you finished and so on and so on. Every phase in your life is a season, you see. Now, if we go to the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16, the Bible encourages us and says, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. See, the thing is, Yes, there are trials and hardships and ups and downs, you call them. But if you look closely, there are opportunities in these ups and downs. And that's why the Bible says, make the most of every opportunity. If you look closely, there are opportunities, you see. Meaning that you should find a way to take as much as you can from every phase or step of your life that you're living. Because remember, again, there is a time for everything, right? And as a believer, what should be encouraging you, Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verse 28, the Bible tells us, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, for the good of those who are the called according to his promise. You see that? If you read it in the NLT, New Living Translation, the Bible says this, And we know that God causes everything to work for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. You see, so even though it may be something that was meant to harm you, as a believer, God will cause it to work for your good. You see, God will cause it to work for your good. And that's why you should maximize today. Make sure that everything that you do today, you get some benefit. You get a return on what you have done today or you're experiencing today. Praise God. Now this means that in every situation, there is something to learn. There is something to get. There is something to gain. Praise God. Therefore, we're going to see some points that you should as a believer, take advantage of. Right, We're going to see some four points that you should take advantage of. The first point is taking advantage of today. That means the time now. Psalms chapter 90 verse 12. Psalms chapter 90 verse 12. The Bible says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Psalm chapter 90, verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You see, when you don't have much time left, you use the time that you have wisely. You see, many other times people leave unwisely, thinking that, well, tomorrow is another day. If I don't do what I need to do today, I'll do it tomorrow. And so you have just wasted an opportunity that was given you today. Each day has 24 hours. There's nobody's day who has, uh, there's nobody who has a day that has more than 24 hours. We all abide in the same rules, 24 hours. But you find some are more productive than us because they are taking advantage of the time today, of the day today. Even though they may be thinking about the future, even though they may think about tomorrow, But they are doing things now, so they are taking advantage of the first element, time today. Remember, we are talking about maximizing today, praise God. The Bible tells us that David prayed that he may be taught how to number his days. That simply meant to know how many days I have left, or how many seasons I have left, so that I may be able to keep the first things first. Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. The Bible tells us, So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now, again, it's telling us we don't focus on what we see because what we see is temporary. Remember, I told you. That there are some things you may be going through right now, or maybe today, that are temporary. Whether good or bad, they are temporary. Because by tomorrow, most of what you are going through would be done or finished. That's why, take advantage of today. If there is a time for everything under the sun, that means there is a time where everybody, or at least many people, will want to be you. But as of today, they are not yet at that point which gives you time to make yourself into that person everybody will want to be tomorrow. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11, Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end so the thing the drive that keeps you going is the fact that God has planted eternity in your heart you don't think about when you're going to die but yet it tells us that everything is planned there is a time for everything you see there is a time for everything therefore today take advantage of it if you need to be praying today go on and pray if it's fasting fast today because a time will come you will be so busy you won't be able to fast you won't be able to have time to pray you see if you go to the book of proverbs proverbs 27 verse 1 the bible says do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring you see that's why he's telling you if you can do it today you go on and do it today tomorrow you have no idea what would be you have no idea what can happen tomorrow the same truth is stated again in the book of james james chapter 4 from verse 13 all the way to 14 james chapter 4 verse 13 to 14 the bible says now listen you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a town stay there i hear conduct business and make money you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? You are a mist. He calls you a mist that ha- appears for a while and then vanishes. James chapter 4, verse 13. The Bible says, you may vanish today. You may go on today and that will be the day, you know, the, the last day today. That's why he tells you, take advantage of today. Don't push things for plans tomorrow but rather take advantage of today. Praise God. Now, Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 6 to 8. Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 6 to 8. The Bible tells us, Consider the ant, you lazy fellow. Watch its ways and be wise. Though it has no overseer or officer or ruler, in summertime, It stores its food supply. At harvest time, it gathers its food. You see, so the ants maximize today by storing as much as they can today for tomorrow. Many of us, God puts us in a position whereby we can plan for tomorrow today. But we don't do it today thinking that we will plan tomorrow for tomorrow. And that's why tomorrow ends up being messed up. If we planned for tomorrow today, tomorrow would have been a good day, a better day. At least you would have a plan. In case you didn't make it to tomorrow, your plan can be continued by someone else or etc. So the first thing to take advantage of, to maximize today, is the time. The time today. Alright? Now, the second thing to maximize or to help you maximize the time today or to maximize now is your youth. Proverbs chapter 20 from verse 29. Proverbs twenty twenty-nine. The Bible says the glory of young men is their strength. Gray hair, the splendor of the old. But the Bible says the glory of the young men is their strength. Well, someone may be listening to this and say, well, you know, I'm not a young man anymore. I'm, I'm, you know, about my 40s now. Well, 10 years from now, you will realize that you were young and you still had strength because by the time you hit 50 or 60, your strength keeps on diminishing. So the little strength that you have, that's the focus I want you to see. The little strength that you have is what you should maximize on today. The level of strength you have, what does it allow you to do, whether it's physical strength or mental strength, you know, what does that level of strength allow you to do today and therefore exploit that strength to the fullest. Now, I am not advising anybody to waste it on too much work that you burn out, but I'm just saying you can be able to use it wisely, all right? Work well. Work wisely, invest your strength in something that will produce for you tomorrow or even today. Use your strength wisely, you see. There is a a passage in the Bible, Lamentations, Book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 27, that says, It is good for a young man... To bear his yoke while he is young, in his youth, the Bible says. So now that you are young, carry, carry the burden. Because a time will come, there are burdens that you should have carried when you were young. That will catch up to you. There are things that you can carry today. That you should carry today, unlike the others who have the option of carrying it today and they push it to tomorrow. Don't push it to tomorrow. Maximize the time now, the strength you have now. Praise God. Your status, for example, and that is one thing we're going to talk about. Right, but then let us finish this point first. If you go to First Kings, First Kings chapter one. 1 Kings chapter 1 verse 1 the Bible says when the King David was very old he could not keep warm when they put covers over him you see it came a time when he was too old and it could tell that he was old later on or somewhere on in the Bible he mentioned in, in the book of Psalms Psalms 37 Verse 25, he mentions, he says, I was young, and now I'm old. Yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. But he says, I was young, but now I am old. And that's what the book of Kings has just shown us. That it got to a point where he was now too old for certain things. He was too old, you see. And that's why the Bible is saying, youth, you have your strength. Oh, by the time you were 70 or 80. Well, there are so many things that will just be dreams. You won't be able to do them. But now that you're in your 20s, now that you're in your 30s or 40s, use the strength you still have in you. Even in your 50s. Use the strength that you still have in you. Because a time will come. That strength will be gone. Praise God. Psalms 71, book of Psalms 71, verse 9. In his prayers, while he was a young man, David said to the Lord, he said, Do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. So he knew that by the time he is aging and getting old, his strength will be gone. Praise God. The third thing that you have to take advantage of is your status. I told you we'll be talking about this. Your status. Where you are today is temporary, you see. And it can help you if you use it wisely. Your status today, whether it be your social status or your marital status or whatever status or class of status there is actually. Because remember it is a temporary state, it is a temporary state, therefore you can use it to your advantage. Some of the most beautiful stories we hear today are because they started from nothing and then they became, right? That is why they inspire us, their status and the progress of how they moved from one status to another. But you see the beauty is they started from a particular status and they made things happen in that status telling you that there are things that you can make happen with your current status There are those that the lord for example has put in a status of helping others well the bible says in proverbs that he who waters others will be watered himself so if today you are in the position of helping others you go on and help The Bible says when David became king he called for his servants and said is there anybody left from the house of Jonathan you see why Jonathan who was King Saul's son by the time his father was on the throne as king Jonathan was very close to David and he helped David to the much he could he as a matter of fact he hid David when the the, the king his father was looking for him to kill him and so David remembered the house of Jonathan and so he sent people to go and search for any remnant from that household now again your status today where does it put you you know because you may have a high paying job today but that doesn't guarantee the high paying job tomorrow therefore your status has enabled you to connect to people and to help other people who you might need tomorrow or whom your family might need tomorrow. Many of the time we see someone die and after their death, their family lives horror after horror. Why? When the man died, he left nothing for his children. He left nothing. Not necessarily in terms of money, but in terms of connections or pathways for the people who he was leading. He left nothing. And so when the man died everything went with him your status can help you change tomorrow but you have to use the current status it may be starting at a position of poverty now that status can help you become an inspiration for many if you'd use it wisely yes you are born in that status yes you are born in that city in that situation but you are not supposed to dwell there that's the whole point You're not supposed to live there forever. It is a stepping stone. Some of you, it is your relationship status. Do you know there are many things that you can do while you're single that you'll never do when you're married? And do you know once you're married, there are things that you can do that you will never do once you have children? Because once you have children, now you have become a parent. So when you're single, there are things that you can do there are things that can be of benefit to you before you get into a committed relationship for those who are married without children there are things that you can do with your current status that will help you and even the children who later on come or through that union or that family and as a parent there are things that your status as a parent can help you do that your status as a married, without kids person wouldn't enable you, or a single person, you know, because now even in your job, uh, the employment, when you're coming for an interview or ever, it comes to know that, well, he's a young man, he, he has no family, no responsibility, or he is a parent of five, and, you know, they take all those factors in. So your status is very important. Now, for the sake of illustration, I want us to see something about um, the king David. If we go to the book of Second Samuel, all right, Second Samuel chapter 21, we're going to read verse 15 to 17. Second Samuel chapter 21, verse 15 to 17. The Bible says, "Once again, there was a battle between the Philistines and Israel. David went down with his men to fight against the Philistines." And he became exhausted. Now, remember, David was a fighter. Okay, He was a king, but he would go to the battleground himself. Verse 16. And Ishbi Benod, one of the descendants of Rapha, whose bronze spearhead weighed 300 shekels, and who was armed with a new sword, said he would kill David. But Abishai, son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue. He struck the Philistine down and killed him. Then David's men swore to him, saying, Never again will you go out with us to battle, so that the lamp of Israel will not be extinguished. You see that? So David was a warrior. He was a warrior king. And he enjoyed battles, you know, winning, being at the forefront of the victory. But there came a time because of his status. The Bible says his own men said, no, as our king, we're not going to allow you to fight anymore. So all that he could do was remain in his house and decree things to be happening from his own household. You know, So he didn't have the, the ability to be a warrior king anymore. His status changed. Now, all that he remained with was administrative work, you know, being the king, ceremonious activities and all that, decrees and laws. Well, it's a good position. But what I want you to see is that his status changed and stopped him from doing certain things, you know. Now, he, he couldn't be the man who inspired people to win the battle from the battlefield. You get it? But before he was able to do that, And that's why the Bible is telling us to maximize every opportunity. Even your status is an opportunity, you know. You're not yet married. It is an opportunity. It is a status that will change. Therefore, maximize it, you know. You are born into a a low-class income society. It is a status that can help you become an inspiration to others, you see. And the Bible tells you to maximize every opportunity. So even your status is something you should consider to maximize. Maximize the things you can with your current status. It will soon go away. Praise God. And the fourth and the final thing is where I'm going to talk a bit more, right? To have a little bit more about uh, how to maximize now for tomorrow or is your gifts taking advantage of your gifts now remember we've talked about uh, taking advantage of the time today we've talked about taking advantage of your status we've talked about taking advantage of your youth because your youth and your status are two different things you may be a young man without any um so, socially heavy status, right? You're just a young man who's strong and valued and you, you still have some strength in you. And we talked about your status and now we're talking about your gift. Taking advantage of your gifts for today. Now, even though there are permanent gifts, right? Even though there are permanent gifts, do you know that there are some seasonal, like I call them, seasonal gifts or gifts that are temporary? They can only be used and worked for a certain time or lifespan, after which they become irrelevant. I'll give you an example. The hit songs in the 40s and 50s, as of right now, I don't think they carry the same value. They may have some, somewhat of value, maybe to collectors or you know lovers of antique music or old school music, but they are not as much as a hit as they were in those days. So the people who sang them or the gift they used to produce these today are irrelevant. right? Probably that generation is gone and some are dead. Now let's talk about you. The gifts that you have that are temporary that can be used today for tomorrow. As funny as this may seem to many, let's start by your physical beauty or your physical appearance if you go to the book of psalms 139 psalms 139 verse 14 the bible says i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful and how i know them fully well now david says that he thanks god because of how he has been made i keep telling you do you know that what you look like is what someone is praying for, you know? And the day that they meet you, they will thank God that they finally met the person they were praying for. Right? That That is your spouse if you are going to get married or getting into a relationship, right? But for some, your physical beauty can actually work for you, you know? It's interesting that people who are not in God have discovered these things and they, they make full use of them, you know. God has given you the physical appearance, you know, a, a beautiful physical appearance. Do you know, thanks to technology today and the the, the the society today, you can actually use it to be the cover of an advertisement, you know, or a brand ambassador, right? Because there are things that need to be advertised that would be well perceived if they were associated with your physical beauty, you know? It may be, maybe not your face, but your um, your muscular body or your size or your height or whatever it is that the Lord has given you, you know? Because basketball players, for example, they, they, they're looking for height, right? Well, uh, even though that may be something that is permanent, but to advertise certain things, your youth combined with your height right now would serve better than your height in your old age. You get what I'm saying? So, there are things that will work now regarding your physical beauty, right? That will never work later. If you read in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 31 verse 30, The Bible tells us, Proverbs 31 verse 30, the Bible says, Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting. That means it is fading away. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Now, remember, he's saying beauty is fading away. That means you will not have what you have all the time. There are some very beautiful women. You know, you're probably listening to this. And right now you're beautiful. You look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, "Wow, I look nice." Well, just know you can actually use that to your advantage today. You can actually become uh, uh, the face of, uh, you know, uh, a brand, a beauty brand, or an, some form of admi- advertisement, and that could help you make a living and a platform for you tomorrow. Right? There were Miss. America, or Miss uh, Kenya, or whatever country it is, in those days, you know, in the 1990s, there was someone, in the 2000s, there was someone, you know, each year there was, and there will be someone, but with time, well, that's, that position changes, It, it goes away because their physical beauty, which was the gift that got them there, fades away. Now we're going to read something in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16. The Bible says, "A man's gift makes room for him and brings them before great men." A man's gift, a man's gift that means God has given you physical beauty. You know that there are people who will call you just to to see how they can use your physical beauty. For their advantage or to their gain, I've seen people who are, uh, you know, hand models. You know, they use their hands as models, maybe for um, advertising cans of sodas. You know, so that hand that is trying to hold the can of a soda or open it that's the guy's job. And actually, the interview, the guy said he makes up to $13,000. A month just being a hand model that means he uses his hands as for modeling on TV maybe it'd be uh, someone's video uh, take you know maybe they have to like pick their keys on the table and he uses his hands so nobody actually knows about his face but they know about his hands so your physical beauty is a gift that you can use today right for men or for women your voice for example And that's another thing in this point of your gifts. Do you know that your voice is a gift? There are some who have a beautiful voice that can be used for um, (coughs) advertisements or podcasts or, you know, and they're looking for you. Right now, there are voice actors, you see. They're voice actors who make money acting with their voices. There are these guys called ventriloquists. You know, who are making money with their voices. Remember, the Bible says the gift of a man makes room for him and ushers him before great men. You know, I remember there was a guy in YouTube, it's called the guy with the golden voice. All that he had to say was all that he had to do was play around with his voice. Actually, later on, people found out that he he studied on how to use his voice and he would say something like um, if you buy uh, two burgers you get two free tickets to go and uh, watch this guy on radio you know so he made it sound like the the tv guy if you buy two tickets and you know you win two tickets to go and see this guy live on radio and That got him, you know, a multi-million contract. Actually, it was many contracts. Later on, he got so many contracts. But his voice. What are you doing with your voice? Some of you have been given the gift of the voice to sing. When you sing, you know that things can happen when you sing, you know. But then the problem is that you are not taking advantage of your voice. You're not singing the way you should be, you know. Or rather, you're not taking your singing career seriously. Whether well, that, that's the gift the Lord had given you, your voice, you know. Take advantage of it. Some of you, it is cooking. Now, remember here we're talking about the temporary gifts, things that will pass by with time. Your temporary gifts, cooking, for example. For those of you who know the story of Colonel Sanders and KFC, well, the man became famous and known because of his chicken recipe. That's all that he needed to do, just fry some chicken. Now, there are some of you who are going to look for corporate jobs. Now, this doesn't apply to everybody, but some of you are going to look for corporate jobs and all that you had to do was just... Take that recipe, that recipe that you know how to perfect and just perfect it and this corporate people who you're going to beg will actually come and invest and work for you. There's a chili called Sriracha, chili, and if you check the man or you know the the founders are making serious amounts of money, but with chili, chili it's just chili. They've perfected their formula for chili so much that they're making serious money out of the chili. Now, where did that come from? A gift of cooking, you know. Well, you won't believe it's a gift until you tell people to cook food. (coughs) You find out that there are people who are gifted in cooking food, you know. There's a guy called Chef Ramsay. If you check, the guy is living pretty well. Why? He's a chef, and that's his gift. He knows how to cook. You won't see Chef Ramsey going to, you know, look for a corporate job or you know, uh, going to find a way to get into the stock market. No, he knows that his gift is cooking, therefore, he has focused on his gift. See, the thing is, with time, all right, with time, the kind of cooking he's doing will become. Irrelevant to a certain generation at some point, they won't find that interesting. They will say, This is the old way of cooking, this is the way they used to cook in those days. But as of now, he's maximizing his gift in cooking. And these are just a few of the many temporary gifts that you have, you know. Some of you, you can type very fast. It's a gift, temporary gift that you can use right now. There are people who pay others to type for them. You know, Some of you, your physical, uh, your, your, your mental capacity to uh, understand units and translate them. You're right now, it's very high. Well, you know that you're getting old, right? And with age, your strength diminishes. Praise God. What are the temporary gifts that you have that you could put to work today? And that's what the Lord sent me to tell you. Use your gifts today wisely. Anything that he has put in you that you can use is a gift. Some are temporary and some will be permanent. But maximize even with the temporary. Praise God. In conclusion for this section, I want us to go to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 4, from verse five. Colossians chapter four from verse five. The Bible says, Be wise towards outsiders and make the best of your time. It says, Make the best of your time today. There's a doctor, a famous okay, well, he's he's a preacher, right? A famous preacher who went to be with the Lord, Dr. Miles Monroe. He used to say the wealthiest place today is the cemetery, right? Where they bury people. Why? It says, for there, there are books that were never written. You know, someone died with 40 million worth of books. There are seriously wealthy people who got most of their wealth just in books. You know, for example, uh, there's a lady called J.K. Rowling's. And she made serious amount of money just writing books, right? There are songs, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dr. Miles Monroe said, that were never recorded and published. You know? There are musicians, great musicians who died with multi-million contract worth of songs. But they are dead. There are chefs who have died with restaurants within them. They had a recipe that was enough to create a restaurant but they are no more They are businesses that have died as plans people died with those plans great businesses that would help humanity imagine Jeff Bezos died with Amazon imagine Mark Zuckerberg dying with Facebook still within him or even Spiegel dying with Snapchat you know He says, there are inventions that never came to be. There are spouses that never got married or never married, you know. Most importantly, there are stories that were never told. What is it that the Lord has put in your hand today, in you today? Some people are making money out of washing cars, maintaining cars or walking dogs. Remember it's a season, it's a seasonal thing. It's not that you're going to be washing or maintaining cars, you know, all through your life, but it's a season, it's a temporary season. And you can actually make a living out of it, you know. Maximize today. Get the most you can of today. Because a time will come. Today will not come. Hebrews chapter 9 Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 The Bible says As it is appointed for man to die once After which the judgment You don't have two lives my friend You only have one And the Lord told me to tell you today To maximize your today Maximize your today but tomorrow may never come. Hallelujah. If you're listening to this podcast and you've never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you this opportunity. The Bible says that who can overcome the world? Only him who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. I'd like you to pray with me that you may be part of this family. I want you to say, Heavenly Father, I recognize that I'm a sinner. But I thank you that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I repent of my sins today, and I receive you, Jesus Christ, as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I'm now born again, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, believer, if you pray that prayer with us, according to the Bible, you are born again. That means in John chapter 1, verse 12, you have received the right to become a child of God. Now that you're a child of God, we'd encourage you to get a Bible and read more about the one whom you have believed in, who is Jesus Christ. And we'd encourage you also to be part of um, a Bible based church, a church that believes in the Bible and preaches the Bible. If you can find a church around you or near you, you may follow us through the link below. Thank you and God bless you.